Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah to my Parak Aleph Mishnah Gimel and Mishnah Dawid. And today's Mishnah are being learned Lilu Nishmas. Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha Her Nishlam Shadav Nolio and Beschos Rachel Basar Bar Gittel and Daniel Elias Ben Spire Rachel Leishi Begabench with Zerushal Kayama Bekarav Mamish. And Mishnah Gimel continues with certain kulos, certain leniencies that apply to Demai. Halakech Lezera Vla Behema. Someone that buys Demai, he buys produce from an Amaaret, but he only wants to use it for Zera for planting. He's not going to be eating it. He's going to be planting it in the ground. Or he bought it for his animals. He's not going to be eating it. His animals are going to be eating it. He bought flour, but he's using it for his hides. He needs his flour for the tanning process. Let's say Shemelaner. He bought oil for his lamp. He didn't buy it for his salad or for cooking. He bought it just to burn his lamp so he can have some light. In Eretz Yisrael, if you go to the store looking for olive oil, you'll find two different types. One is called olive oil. Just plain old olive oil for your salad and for cooking and things like that. The other type is called Shemin Lama'ar. It's lamp oil. It's not meant for eating. Or Shemin Lasach Sakalim. You had some oil from an Amaaret and it's just meant for smearing on Kalim, on pots and pans and different things to prevent them from rusting. In all these cases, Pater Menademai, they're Pater from Demai because you're not going to be eating it. Either an animal's eating it or you're using it for some other purpose, not for eating purposes. Another Kula, Mikzevu Lehalon, any produce coming from Kziv and upward words, Pater Menademai, that's Pater from Demai as well. So this halacha that we just learned is teaching us that Demai only applies in Eretz Yisrael. We know that Eretz Yisrael was conquered twice by the Yidin. The first time was by Eile Mitzrayim, when we came out of Mitzrayim and were brought into Eretz Yisrael by Yeshua. A second time was after the 70 years of Galus Bavel by the Eile Bavel. Now the areas of Eretz Yisrael that were conquered by the Eile Bavel, that's called Kibosh Eile Bavel, the conquering that was done by the Eile Bavel, that was different than that of and although this is a machlekes that we find all across Shas, for many things we follow the areas of Eretz Yisrael by Kibosh Eilei Bavel, and Demai is one of them. So what the mission just taught us is that any produce coming from Kiziv or north of Kiziv, Kiziv is a place which is on the western coast of Eretz Yisrael, and between Haifa and Rosh Hanikra, any produce coming from there is Pater from Demai. More cool as the mission tells us, Chalas Amaaretz, Chala coming from an Amaaretz. An Amaaretz made a dough, and he took off some Chala, and he was going to give it to a or Medoma, which is a mixture of Chulun and Truma, something that was purchased from an Amaaret with money of Maeser Sheni, and the leftover of a carbon Mincha. We know that when a person brings a carbon Mincha to the base of Mikdash, he brings flour and oil, a Kamitza is taken from that, put on the Mizbeach, and the leftovers are eaten by the Kaihanim. In all these scenarios, Petur and they're Pater from Demai. That's because we're talking about something with an elevated level of Kedusha, and even in Arts is going to be careful with that. And now a case which is machlaikas. Shemen Arev, aromatic oils. This is oil that had herbs and spices added to it and it smells very wonderful. Beishamei Mechaivin, Beishamei says these oils are chayv in Demai. Beishel Paitun, Beishel says they're pater. Now what's the understanding of their machlaikas? So Beishamei holds that these aromatic oils were used to anoint oneself, rubbing and smearing, kind of like perfume. And there's a halacha that sicha, anointing, is like shtia, is like drinking. And therefore, these oils would be chayv in Demai. Whereas Beishel says... These aromatic oils were just meant for smelling. They weren't meant for rubbing and smearing like perfume, and therefore, we wouldn't apply Sicha Keshtia over here, and there's no issue of Demai. And now moving on to Mishnah we continue to talk about coolest that apply to Demai, and we're going to talk about Erev for a little bit. We've all heard about the concept of an Erev, and let's try to understand it a little bit better so we can understand the first two lines of this Mishnah. There's something called Tchum Shabbos. One is limited to walking 2,000 Amis from his place of residence on Shabbos. What determines where a person lives, it's not necessarily his house, it's not the structure he lives in, 
It's his food. Wherever his food is found, that's where he's considered to be living. So one can extend their 2,000 amas by placing an Erev. Let's say he wants to walk 4,000 amas from his house on Shabbos. Before Shabbos, he walks 2,000 amas away, places some food down, effectively making that area his official halachic place of residence. He walks back to his house, and now he has a valid extension. That's called Erev Etchumen, an Erev to extend his Tchum. Another type of Erev is called Erev Echatzeris. Back in the day, many houses would share the same chatzer, the same courtyard, and many courtyards opened into a mavoi, an alleyway, and that alleyway opened up into the Rosh Hashanah into the main street. The Chacham Murgeiser, the one is not allowed to carry within the chatzer freely without an Erev being placed in one of their houses. That's called Erev Echatzeris, and also the residents of the various chatzeris aren't allowed to carry in the mavoi unless an Erev was placed over there. That's called Shitufei Muvais. And as we said previously, this Erev needs to be food, and it has to be edible food. So Mishnah Dal tells us, Hadamai, Ma'arvin Bai, we're allowed to use it as an Erev, either as Erev Etchumen, or Erev Echatzeres, or Meshtatvin Bai, and we're allowed to use it as Shitufei Muvais, even though technically one is not allowed to eat the Mai until he fixes it up properly, it's still allowed to be used as an Erev. Umavarchanolov, a person is allowed to bench after eating the Mai. If he ate the Mai without fixing it up, he's still allowed to bench, if he ate the Mai, he's allowed to join in a Zimun. He's allowed to separate all the maestros that need to be separated while he's unclothed. Usually, when a person separates maestros, they have to be clothed. That's because they have to say psukim and they have to make a bracha. But since the maestros that he's going to be separating from the Mai don't require a bracha to be made, so he doesn't have to be wearing clothing when he's doing so. And also, Ben Ashmashes, he's allowed to take off these maestros, Ben Ashmashes of Shabbos. In English, Ben Ashmashes is usually translated as twilight. It's a time in between day and night when we're not so sure if it's day or if it's night. So we know if we have regular tevel, we're not allowed to take off the necessary trumas and maestros if it's Ben Ashmashes Erev Shabbos. That's because it might very well be Shabbos, and we're not allowed to do this on Shabbos. However, when we're dealing with Demai, we're allowed to do a Ben Ashmashes of Erev Shabbos, because once again, it's just a suffix, and here's another kula. Another kula that we have, Hayim Hikdem Maeser Sheni Lerishayin, if he took off Maeser Sheni before he took off Maeser Rishayin, Ein Bekach Klum, no problem, no worries. As we said in the introduction to the Masechta, there's a very specific order. First we take off Truma, then Maeser Rishayin, then Maeser Sheni, and we're not allowed to go out of order. And there's a problem if a person goes out of order. That's because when a person takes off Maeser Sheni, there's a a certain nusach that he has to say. He's supposed to say, I did everything you commanded me to do. But if he took off Maeser Sheni before he took off Maeser Rishon, he's not able to say that because he didn't do everything he was supposed to do. He's taking it off out of order. But this problem doesn't exist when we're dealing with Demai. Now the Mishnah tells us about something we have to be careful of when it comes to Demai. Shaman Shahagardi The oil that the weaver would rub on his fingers. That's As the weaver was weaving his cloth, he would rub oil on his fingers so that they wouldn't get hurt. Since this was meant for rubbing on his fingers, we would apply the concept of Sicha Keshtia, that anointing oneself is like drinking, and therefore he would have to be careful of Demai when it comes to this oil. However, Vishasarik, Nice and Betzemer, the oil that the comber puts inside the wool, when the person was combing the wool to make it straight without any knots, he would put oil in it to smooth it out. Pater Demai, that's Pater from Demai, because he's not anointing it on himself, he's not smearing it on himself, he's smearing it on the wool, and in that case, we wouldn't apply Sicha Keshtia and therefore it's Pater from Demai. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Parag Bays, Mishnah Alf, Mishnah Bays. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.